Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. That's the thing we never know. We never know how many people it will impact. We never know whose lives are really touched. Some people never come back and tell you. And sometimes they don't for a year, for a long time. Yes, you never know. You never know who's going to be impacted. You never know whose life God is going to touch through your story. Everybody has a story. And Linda Olson believes that all of those stories need to be shared. And she's doing exactly that in her latest book titled Stories Matter, Empowering Your Hope When Going Through Tough Times. And there she shares seven uplifting stories of women who persevered. We're going to hear all about that and the inspiration behind this book today on Connections. We're joined today by Linda Olson. She's actually originally from Canada and from Manitoba. She's now living in California. She's a go-to story expert who helps authors, speakers, and entrepreneurs impact millions with their stories. You have a passion for writing and for stories. Tell us a little bit more about that and where that came from. Well, it, It was interesting. You know, I really had never planned to write my story or to be a writer. But after I came to complete healing with my story, um, I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, and now it's time to write your book. And I thought, write a book. (laughs) I had no idea where to start. But I, um, I knew I needed to say yes. And so I found resources, I learned, I went to many writers' conferences, uh, found a great editor, and uh, so began to write my story. And when I completed writing that story and was doing uh, quite a number of workshops and seminars and so forth, it was, um, I had a group of women that I was helping to tell their story And I said, now we're going to go to the next level. And each of them said, well, we all want to learn to write our story. We want you to help us write our story. And I thought, write your story. (laughs) (laughs) I had never intended to help somebody with that. And finally, I said, I said, well, this is a lot of work. And so it's going to take a big commitment. And if you're willing to commit to that, then I'm willing to teach you. And so they all agreed, and uh, that was kind of where the writing part all got started. (laughs) For listeners who may have not had the opportunity to hear about your story, can you just tell us a little bit about your own story and that healing process? Yes, absolutely. Um, It was many years ago, as I was a teenager, in fact, only 14 years of age, and I grew up in Manitoba. Canada. I like to call it my little house on the prairie. (laughs) I actually went to the same school my dad attended, um, one schoolroom, eight grades, 30 students. And life was simple and good at that point in my life. And then one day, my whole life turned around. My precious two-year-old brother was killed in a tractor accident. Mm. I was the one driving the tractor. So as you can only imagine, uh, that was the beginning of a very long journey to healing. I mean, initially, my biggest task was just getting out of bed because I felt like my whole world had fallen apart. But there was something that happened. And as I look back, I often like to tell my story in a way that somehow I always knew Jesus was there. 
And it was like he was reaching out his hand and saying to me, let's climb this mountain together. And there were times where I would felt like I sat on this boulder and would just cry and ask why. There were times I would face the fear and the loneliness and times I would just sit and cry. And he would patiently wait and continue to reach out his hand. And when I was ready to take his hand, we would go to the next step. And after a long journey and learning many things along the way, we came to the top of that mountain. And that mountain was victory. That mountain was where he brought me actually in a miraculous way to complete healing after 45 years. And, and when I was there, that's when he then told me, it's time to write your book. And after the book was published, he said, now I have a new mission for you. And I was kind of taken back. And I said, okay. And he said, I want you to impact a million people a year through story. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, oh, yeah, (laughs) for you to say. (laughs) I mean, I, I didn't have a clue, completely overwhelmed. But the one thing I knew, if he could bring me to complete healing with my story, and I could climb that mountain with him, I knew I could climb this mountain as well. And and that's what I've been doing the last six years. <laughs> What's that been like for you to do that and to help other people tell their stories? Well, you know what? It's it's really been a fun journey. And I knew that my part is, of course, I always want to know how this is going to play out. But my part was really just saying yes and embracing it the best I could. And that's what I did. And And so I... As things came to mind, I began doing story retreats. Um, I do a two-day story retreat, usually every spring and fall. And uh, then I began doing workshops, and I developed a program called Wealth Through Stories. And then in the back of my mind, I had this idea that I thought, wow, if I could gather other people's stories, put them together in a book, and together we can impact millions of stories because I always knew it wasn't just about my story. It was about helping people take their story to impact millions, really much, much like you're doing right now. And uh, so that's, that's been fun. This spring I had, I was invited to have my own television show on Roku. And so I began that. And uh, as I've been working with a number of people who just have incredible stories uh, and as I've been hearing them, I thought, okay, you know what? It's time to write this anthology book with other people's stories. And so I stepped out this year and uh, did that. Uh, found uh, there were seven uh, stories that I gathered, and every one of the women had said yes, they wanted to do this. So we just did this and published this book um, uh, just last month. And it's called Story Matters, Empowering Your Hope While Going Through Tough Times. And that's been a fun journey as not only I'm getting on podcasts like yours, but we've been together on several podcasts. And that's that's so fun. 
How were you able to choose these seven specific stories and these seven women? Well, that's a good question. You know, these were actually women I had been working fairly closely with. In fact, a few of them, I actually helped them write their own book. So they had written their own book already. And uh, because they had been attending my uh, my retreats and uh, been in some of my programs, I, I knew them well. These were actually women that I all know intimately and knew their story and helped many of them with their story. But here's the interesting thing. Some of them, even as uh, much as just a year ago, didn't have any idea they had a story. And mm. so that's part of the fun thing is because many people, unfortunately, feel like they don't have a story. And you know what? Prior to my coming to complete healing, I didn't think I had a story either. I really like that. I once gave my testimony at a church and I remember somebody afterwards was like, thank you so much. I don't have a testimony. I've just always believed. And I was like, well, that's the best testimony ever. Like since you were five, (laughs) you've been faithful to your faith. Like that's a great story of faith, right? And so many people's lives have more than they think. Yes. It's a different way of thinking, you know, um, in terms of, of a, a story. And many people don't think that way. And like you said, don't think they have a story. That's the best story ever. You're absolutely right. And so I believe everybody has a story and it's not just any story. It's a story that can transform lives. Yeah. But it's one thing also to know you have a story and it's another to know how to tell your story. Hmm. How do you get that, get to that point where you can figure out that you have that story just to begin off, you know, just to start things off? Well, you know what, it's, um, I'll tell you, uh, there are many people that come to me and say, I don't think, I don't think I have a story. And um, this one particular lady that comes to mind, I say, well, I'm so glad you're coming to, uh, to our next event. And by the first break, she came running up to me. She was so excited. She said, I not only have a story, I have found my purpose. Mm. And it was so exciting. So I walked them through a very simple process. And I asked them, well, I tell them one of the biggest ingredients of story is conflict. So I said, how many of you have conflict? have had conflict in your life. Well, we don't have to look far for that. Of course, everybody has conflict and we face conflict sometimes every day. And it doesn't always have to be this big negative thing. It may be something simple in terms of just making a simple decision. But when we look back, the things where we have had the greatest victory um, prior to that victory is conflict. And that is part of the journey to a story, to a great story, is knowing, sharing initially what the conflict is. Because in this day and age, in the broken world we live in, we identify and connect with each other through our pain, through problems, through conflict. And so we talk about the conflict first to help connect with people before we go on to the victory. And that's our story. Now, going back to your book, Story Matters, Empowering Your Hope When Going Through Tough Times, there are powerful stories in in this book, but is there one that just stands out for you that you think will 
really impact readers? Wow, I'll tell you, to me, every one of them are very impactful. Uh, You're absolutely right. Uh, There's one that comes to mind right now, and that is uh, a lady had been working with uh, for some time, very shy, very quiet, didn't believe, again, didn't believe she had a story. And she actually has several very big stories. Her most recent story uh, was two years ago when she went to the doctor's office, and the doctor told her she had stage four breast cancer and she was brought, brought to a place where she had to choose life or death. And um, she chose life. And that was two years ago. The doctor was giving her one to five years to live. That was two years ago. She is now writing her second book. And that is about, facing your storms with a smile and she truly has a smile I work closely with her she has a smile all the time and she said I'm enjoying life more now than I ever have Hmm. it's like she had no idea she had a story she's writing I had no idea she had um, an artistic ability And she's not only writing her second book, she's writing a whole children's series and doing the artwork for it. And um, it's just, uh, like I said, she's enjoying life more now than she ever has. Uh, She's at home on disability, but she has the time. She was the only female Japanese chef in our area. And she had to give up that business And it was like uh, her parents had always been in the restaurant business. She grew up in that. So it it was giving up what she felt like was a legacy. But, you know, so often there's a business principle that says we have to give up in order to go up. She had to give that up as she's at home on disability. But what she didn't know is what God had for her. And that was to embrace her gift of writing when she didn't even know she was a writer or had a story and her art ability of 20 years earlier came back and uh, uh, she's having more fun now doing this and more fulfilled than she ever was. It's amazing how there's a variety of stories here. So each one of these stories is going to impact who knows how many people. So at the end of the day, one simple story is going a long way. And that's the thing. We never know. We never know how many people it will impact. We never know whose lives are really touched. Some people never come back and tell you. And sometimes they don't for a year, for a long time. And let me give you an example of that. I had a man contact me last week. And he said, I read your article a year and a half ago, and he said, I would, uh, I would like to interview you. And so as we met and got together, and I didn't even realize who I was talking to. <laughs> and so at the end, I said, can I ask who you're with? Is this with the magazine or a, a newspaper? Or He said, no, we're with the BBC, Britain's <laughs> Broadcasting Corporation, and we have a reach of about 65 million people. <laughs> and, wow. Yeah, that's what I said. Wow. <laughs> and 
I I had no idea who I was talking to. It was actually a pre-interview and he's now setting up the interview. But, you know, we never know. And sometimes it's just one person. That was one person. And who had her, who had read my article a year and a half ago, and I, you know, now he was contacting me. So, uh, um, yes, you never know. You never know who's going to be impacted. You never know whose life God is going to touch through your story, because, um, uh, you know, it's uh, we don't know the pain often people are going through the very story I just shared. I interviewed her uh, just two days ago uh, on a zoom call. And on that zoom call was a lady from Belize. And she said, I have a very good friend in Utah who is actually has stage four breast cancer right now. And I want to send her your book. How can I do that? One person. One yeah. Person. Yeah, you never know. I really like uh, the subtitle of the new book, Empowering Your Hope When Going Through Tough Times. That word hope just jumped out at me because we'll face difficulties. uh, That's a guarantee. But if you have hope, that's a game changer, isn't it? It really is. And you know what? Um, I I can't think of a time where we need hope more than we need it right now. You know, our, our whole world is turned upside down in this last year and a half, two years with a pandemic and all the things that are going on. And so many people have faced so much loss and hurt and disappointment. Um, and, and they just need hope. And you're absolutely right. That hope is the game changer. As long as we have hope, we will continue on. Yeah, I'm interested in this because I've always wanted to write a book, right? I've never done it. Uh, I did want to write a book called The Fire in My Bones because of Jeremiah chapter 20. I just found out Eugene Peterson's new uh, biography is called that. So the title's gone. But uh, (laughs) what do you say to people wanting but not knowing where to start? I believe start with the passion in your heart. You have a passion to to write a book so what i do what i do when um people come to me and tell me they're interested in writing their story i let them know i have a whole um, a whole program on writing their transformational story and part of that program i take them step by step and show them how to write their story and uh we walk through this training together often do it on zoom calls And then when they're basically, I said, you know, we don't have to perfect your story. The best part is we just want to get this message across the message that's burning in your heart. We want to get that across. And then when that rough copy is written, I send them over to my professional editor and uh, she makes all of us look good. (laughs) That's the best part. (laughs) And walk through the the process. I'm actually a publisher as well. And I did publish this book and uh, walk them through that. And then one of my promises uh, is to together to take the story to impact millions. And I work with a publicist who helps me reach out to podcasts, radio shows, television, and so forth. Um, So that's what I go through. But the main part is... Uh, you know, I used to go to 
many different writers conferences and I wanted to learn this skill of writing and I learned many good things, but I finally came to a place and I thought, you know, this is so much work getting it to where I wanted it to be. And it wasn't my gifting for some people it is, and they need to pursue that. But for me, I realized that I could use my time in a much more profitable way by taking my gifting and and instead hiring somebody to really help me write my story. And so that's what I've done. Because for me, it's about getting your message out and not getting caught up in all the details of being an excellent writer. Tell us how we can do that, get a hold of you and be part of your programs and also find the new book, Story Matters, Empowering Your Hope While Going Through Tough Times. Well, the best part uh, to get a hold of me would be to go to my website, which is wealththroughstories.com. And it's all spelled out, wealththroughstories.com. And um, you can also connect with me on uh, and sign up for a 20-minute story, what I call story strategy session. It's just 20 minutes, and we can talk on a one-to-one uh, if you're interested. The book, Story Matters, Empowering Your Hope While Going Through Tough Times, you can find that uh, on Amazon is, a, is the best place for that. And um, I have a couple other books uh, there as well. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having me. My privilege. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Remember, if you want to listen to this full conversation in full again, you can do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike, Tom, and Colleen Hood. You can find that at podcastbuild.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.